welcome once again to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. If this is your first time listening, just welcome, minus the once again, of course. I'm Jason. Howdy, I'm KJ. And in this episode, we find out where in the world I went this week and where in the world Jason did not go this week. Plus, we sneak in some recommendations and some Midwest bias. In other words, there wasn't a whole lot going on this week. Very true. But where there was a whole lot going on was in our heads, and you can hear all about that in our Real Thoughts segment. Next, find out the answer to the question, do we have a guest, when we play, do we have a guest? Later, we'll get into all sorts of pronunciations as we talk food, exercise, and more food. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback and, of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. And if not ridiculous, then definitely inappropriate. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Grandma. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up with you this week? Well, good is up. Always. All right. Yes. Well, I know that, but what actually is up with you this week? You know, not a whole lot. Of course. Of course I went somewhere. Yes. Um, I went to Iowa. And now I'm back. (laughs) So it was a good trip. Yes, it was. Okay. (laughs) What's up with you? Um. I didn't go to Iowa. Okay. And now I'm back. <laughs> That's about it. There's not really a lot going on. <laughs> All right. I've been watching uh, Master of None, the second season on Netflix. Yeah. It's been pretty good. Yep. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommended. Definitely recommended. I haven't seen all of it, though. This okay. I'm on the... I, I have seen every episode except the last episode, so no spoilers. Okay. So no spoilers. I'll just say I I kind of fatigued on it. I got kind of weary of it by the end. Okay. The last episode, last couple, it was just a little bit too much into um focusing on will this be a relationship? Won't this? Will this not be a relationship? That kind of deal. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'll watch that last episode here the by the next time that we record, so mm-hmm. I can let you know if I also became fatigued. Yeah, and still, obviously, still love the show, highly recommend it, but mm-hmm. um, just kind of declined just a bit on the last couple episodes. I liked it, but just not not what I, not my favorite episodes, The la- especially the last one, just not my favorite. Do you have a favorite character on there, on that show? Um, I like them all, really. Yeah. Even, even what's his face? Bobby Cannavale is Chef Jeff, which is a terrible, terrible, terrible person on every level. Um, I still like the fact that how they played it up. And, uh-huh. and so yeah. I think he did a good job of acting that up and really came. So I, I appreciate the acting job he did in that, even though the character, not, not the character was terrible because he did a good job and the character was good for the show. But the type of person, like if that was a, those people in reality are terrible, awful to some of the things that, you know, he was doing, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, still funny in the show and, and, and interesting. I wonder if, um, is he supposed to be modeled after anybody on the Food Network, like 
Anthony Bourdain or anybody like that? Do you know? Um, not that I know of because I don't really watch Food Network, so I don't really. No, know I don't either. But any of those dudes, anyway. Yeah, it's and Aziz Ansari is just. He's just awesome. I guess he's really yes. good. Very funny. Yes. Great writer. His acting is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I never. Yeah, I always loved him on Parks and Rec. Yeah, too. and I saw him on Parks and Rec, but I don't think I finished Parks and Rec. I need to go back and finish it. <laughs> it's worth finishing. They yeah. do some really funny, interesting, kind of out of the box stuff at the end of that show. They like jump forward in time at some point. But didn't you, you texted me and asked me if I watched Master of None a yes. couple of weeks ago, I think. Mm, yeah, it was like the last week, yeah. And the, you had a reason behind asking me that. Yes. You now know what that reason is? Yes, I do. Okay. You want to <laughs> tell, tell them or should I? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Because there was a scene in like midway through the second season where um, they're riding in the back of a, a basically an Uber or a cab and it's, it's just on them. And the girl that he's with, uh, was on the date with, starts talking about what's the difference between bathrooms and restroom and where do you use the different terms to refer to the same basic thing. Because she was, um, she's from Italy mm-hmm. and so her, she, she speaks English, but it's, I mean, it's kind of... Every now and then she messes up a word, which is I thought was funny. And then um, she specifically asked about those words, and they had like a little mini discussion there about that, which is exactly what we talked about like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag QE. Absolutely. Which at some point so when we, I saw that I was like, "What?" Yeah. At some point we could we could do an entire episode just on QE things. Oh yeah, the stuff that happens and comes up is is crazy, crazy. Which is cool. Yeah. So anything else happened with you this week? Anything else going on? Well, this is an example of good is not up. Uh-oh. My little Midwest bias for the week. The, the Minnesota Twins bullpen stinks. They're pathetic. <laughs> They're terrible. I tweeted yesterday back to um, Dave Clary Jr., who's an Astros fan. Because uh-huh. the, the Astros were in... Uh, target field for a three-game set, and they got and they swept the twins. Um, I tweeted. <laughs> yes, they I, I saw somebody tweet twins. something like they scored like forty something runs or forty runs in three games or something like that. Well, Is that what it was? Robert Berg was kind enough to send me a tweet yesterday uh, with those stats and telling me to take deep breaths. Here, here, I wrote <laughs> these stats down. This okay. is the bullpen stat, not the starting pitchers. The starting pitchers actually did a decent job. If the bullpen would do its job, I think the Twins would have won two out of three. Okay, so here mm-hmm. it is. Nine innings pitched over this three-game set. 29 hits, 28 runs. <laughs> 20, nine yeah, 26 earned. Wow. I'm not a huge baseball fan, and even I know that's, beyond, that's way beyond terrible. It, it, I, we actually literally did boil eggs. (laughs) Sometimes that's what you got to do. I tweeted that I may have boiled eggs to Dave Clary, but I, we actually did. We shut the TV off. We needed to boil some eggs anyway. So we just boiled the eggs. (laughs) And yesterday's game, atrocious, little leagues, 
the only thing, the only silver lining is, is I'm a big Jose Altuve fan. And uh, it was nice to see him play. But other than that, it was terrible. Jose Altuve. Is that like a brand of tequila? No. That's Jose Cuervo. (laughs) That's Jose Cuervo. Jose Altuve is the second baseman for the Astros. Oh, okay. So um, the Twins go out to Anaheim this week for three games. And if they can't beat the Angels, it's a real problem. Angels are bad. Oh, Trout's out, right? Trout's out. And he's basically their entire team lately. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they should be even with Trout in, they should beat them. Uh, you might get to see uh, what's his name, Pujols. Is he at six hundred home runs yet, or is he, he's like five ninety eight, five ninety nine, something like that lately? Last time, five ninety nine, and he can wait. As far as I'm concerned, he can wait three games to get number six hundred. <laughs> you might get to see him on TV get six hundred. Are you going to be watching those games? Oh, probably not. That starts around nine thirty my time, and as we know from last oh. week, I'm starting to get ready for bed at that point. <laughs> Yes. Sans eye pillow. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay. All right. Anything else happened this week? Um. No. All right. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no. Okay, well, I do have a real thought this week. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm always happy when I have a real thought. Makes I'm me happy when I have any thought. Right, exactly. It makes me feel yeah. that I have a real thought. Real a thought in my, in my head. head. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, my real thought. It's gonna. It, it's probably gonna come off as a get off my lawn type of thing, but it's not intended to be. Okay. But you know, you know how you know what my stance on having to put qualifiers on front in front of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have to put a qualifier on it, it's probably what you are trying to qualify it as not being. It's probably which that didn't make any sense, but I think you know what I mean. I do, and for if you feel the need to say something ahead of yes. time to qualify, I'm not trying to do this, but exactly. you're probably doing it. Yeah, so you can be the judge. Own it. Uh, you can be the okay. judge. Oh, I get to be the judge. Yeah. Good. I like doing that. My thought is, basically, don't people... Overruled. <laughs> don't people know... Don't people know that it's illegal to put something into someone else's mailbox? Isn't that I common think, knowledge? Or is it like pitted dates? Um, I, think it, I think people know this and just assume that nobody's ever going to come after them. Okay. Because it is... I mean, it is, it is technically illegal to put anything into a mailbox or on a mailbox if you're not the mail carrier. If you right. don't work for the post, post, post office. So you can't hang anything on the mailbox either. Mm-mm. Or stick magnets. They've gotten into like magnets or like sticking stuff in, tucking like little flyers in between, you know, like you get the red flag that comes up and down. Mm-hmm. Tucking stuff into there. Um, I see that a lot in my neighborhood. It's... It's it's it is legal. It's against federal. It's a federal offense. I don't know what the punishment for it would be, other than maybe we don't deliver mail to you for a while. Which I'd actually be happy with that because I'd have so much less to throw away. Just yeah. crap that I get in my mailbox all the time. Um, yeah, but, but why would I, they punish me? 
not give me mail. <laughs> no, I'm saying if they found you, you did it, they wouldn't. Oh, okay. Mail to your I was going to say. Not, not, not the, not the, um, not the. What's this? What's the term for this? Not the person who's getting the flyer, the flyer e, but the flyer er. Okay, yeah. Would be punished. All right. Not delivered to them. This is a bunch of nonsense <laughs> so far. So <laughs> I just kept saying. Okay, so it, here's the reason that I, if the okay. the note that I got in my mailbox, if it had said something else, I probably wouldn't have put a qualifier on. Like I would have just said, okay. yes, this is my get off the lawn. But oh, if people were, if it was like a sales thing, yes. or like a promotional thing, yeah. But the note was a lost dog, mm-hmm. and and anybody who knows me, and anybody that doesn't know me but seen my Instagram feed, they know that I'm a dog lover. I got two of my own dogs. Um, mm-hmm. There was a time when I wanted to go to vet school, but didn't think I could handle the whole euthanasia part, so I didn't do that. Anyway, yep. last weekend, someone put a note in the mailbox. It said. Lost dog. Um, I said, said the name of the dog, but I don't remember that. Medium dog, black fur, red collar. And then it also listed the owner's name and a phone number. It kind of looked like a kid, a kid wrote it, which makes me sound even uh, worse. Because, you know, a kid might not know. <laughs> but you know that person is traveling with their parents. As they no, were. not necessarily. So they they lost Maybe it's a, a dog. Twelve year old kid on a bike or something. No, it, they. I know more about it because they were in town for the weekend. Maybe it's a they kid don't you know that here. has you know difficult upbringing and you know. Yeah. Maybe it's an orphan. <laughs> I'm trying to make you feel as bad as possible. <laughs> well, they were here for the weekend. They don't live here, and so oh, they were are you camping. Cruella Deville in this situation. <laughs> Maybe is that what we're going? Maybe. Okay. But anyway, they should have driven up to my house. And put it in mm-hmm. the door if they wanted to. Oh, see, I'd no, 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 no. I'm the opposite of that. But it's not illegal. I hate stuff being stuck in my door. Oh, so it do I. It should be but... illegal to come up to my house and stick stuff in my door. I don't care about the mailbox. I think it's dumb that they that that's a law in the first place. I understand what they're trying to prevent, but uh, if did they put it in your mailbox or was it stuck somewhere on like the outside? No, of the inside mailbox? my mailbox. Okay, inside the mailbox, I can understand. Because you don't want people opening up and looking at your mail. It's kind of a, I think it's for a privacy thing, yes, I guess. Yes. Which I don't care if people read through my mail. I'm not getting anything, you know, that I give a crap about. But sticking it on the outside of the mailbox, I don't like because it's all these like promotional flyers and, you know, that they're uh, professionally printed, you know, business cards that, with right. magnets that they magnetize to the thing. But, I mean, I see with your point, absolutely, of don't be putting stuff in my own box. Why Why do people – I think people just don't care. I think people understand and know or they've heard at least that that's, you know, probably illegal. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they care because have you ever in your life heard of anybody prosecuted or even charged? No. <laughs> or they tried to, you know, charge somebody with this? No. And, and I've never – I've never heard of people, I've never had this happen to me where they put something on the outside of my mailbox. Oh um, my gosh, my neighborhood is loaded with that stuff. Really? Huh. Oh, it's terrible. But the, the silver lining here is that they did find the dog. Oh, good. They posted it on Facebook and I guess they found the dog almost a week later. Before you made it into a coat? Yes, before I made it into okay. a coat. Good. But, you know, I felt really bad, and I, the dog was so cute, and I wanted the dog to be yeah. found. But at the same time, I was thinking, you, you, can't, you, you can't put a note in people's mailbox. 
No, I, inside the mailbox, no. I, I, I would have been more giving them more leeway because, I mean, obviously they're looking for the dog, so that's a good thing. Uh, and it's not, hey, you know, order 10 of these today and you get the fifth supplement free or whatever. Yeah. That kind of stupid mess. Um, the, the fact that they stuck it inside the mailbox. Yeah. Is not a good thing. And I guess I can sympathize. I mean, if I lost my dog, I wouldn't be caring about yeah. whether or not it was a, a rule not to put the... I would just be desperate to find my dog. I'll tell you what people do in my neighborhood when that kind of thing happens. They put it up like on stop signs and tele, like, yeah. don't have any telephone poles but because uh, it's underground. But um, like stop signs or like street signs, um, they'll put like, like post something on, on those and that you'll obviously see when you're walking and driving. So that... That, I think, works even better than putting it in somebody's mailbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you. If somebody sticks up in my mailbox, I ain't even reading it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm reading I'm tearing it, it off and throwing it in the trash. It happens so infrequently that I'll probably look at it. Oh, my gosh. It's one or two every day in my neighborhood. Well, you live in, you know, where my closest neighbor is about half a mile away, so. Yeah. My closest neighbor, I could almost reach out my window and touch their house. Yeah. Well, it's it's I mean it's it's 250 houses in this neighborhood I live in. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And speaking of mailboxes. Yes. We got something in the mail legally the other day. Um that was kind of interesting. Okay. So, way back in college, maybe 10 years ago, uh the Hall of Famer was living at a place for 2 weeks. Literally, didn't mm. stay there any longer than two weeks. And that's a whole different story. Um, okay. <laughs> but just the other day, received some mail there. So the, the gal that still lives there said, hey, you know, I got this mail for you. It looks pretty official. Um, give me your forwarding address and I'll send it to you. And so, she, you know, they ended up, the lady sent it. And here it mm. is, a flyer for... Jehovah's Witness. Okay. And <clears throat> they sent a personalized letter. Okay, how personalized was this? A handwritten letter. Oh, actually handwritten. Handwritten. Not a, not a you know, scripted font, handwritten no, font. No, handwritten. And, mm, okay. uh, you know, the person's mailing address up in the top right corner. Dear. Really? Yeah, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Dear Hall of Famer, I have been unable to speak with you personally, but I have some important information that I want to share with you. A sample of it is enclosed. It is my privilege to share <laughs> <laughs> it is my privilege to share in a work that is being done by volunteers in upward of two hundred lands. In these lands, people are being invited to benefit from a program that helps people learn the Bible answers to such important questions as what is the meaning of life? Is, All right, I see where this is going. Uh huh. Is God to blame you? Keep going. <laughs> for our su- is God to blame for our suffering? And what happens when you die? Please feel free to look at the answers on the enclosed tract. You can also visit our website at www.jw.org <laughs> to find more answers to Bible questions. That's that's a first for me right there. Sincerely, Joyce M. Okay, what is this? I've never had a mailing from Jehovah Witness. This is this is really oh they stick stuff in my door all the time. This is yeah, but a, that's different than actually sending a mail and to an address someone lived at for two weeks. What is that? Yeah. Well, what what's happened? Ten years is ago, they have 
This sounds like this woman in particular has gotten on the track of these. Um, have you get Have you gotten these things? I get them all the time that say, "Hey, we've got something awesome news for you inside," and it's in this handwriting font mm-hmm. printed on the outside, mm-hmm. and it, they're trying to make it look as much like a personal letter to you as possible. And you open it up, and it's some car dealership that is yes, having yes. a sale. Uh-huh. It sounds like the Jehovah's Witnesses in that area have gone to that way of that level of marketing in terms of trying to make it a personal thing, even to the point of handwriting it uh-huh. and not a handwritten font. But it is so impersonal yeah. in what they're trying to get across that it's like you're defeating your own the per, you're defeating what you're trying to do by the way you're approaching this, which I am I'm much more likely to respond to some advertising when they're like, hey, this is advertising, not, hey, friend, yeah. how are you doing today? Hello, friend. Have you ever gotten those, yeah, have you gotten those phone calls when it's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey. And they're like, hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we hadn't talked in a while. And I'm like, who is this? And they're like, oh, you know, this is blah, blah, blah. And they'll say some name, which I'm assuming is they're probably not even their name. And then they start saying, by the way, let me tell you about this deal we got going on. And I'm like, uh, no. you, I don't care if you if the deal, if the next words out of your mouth were, let me tell you this deal, I'm going to give you a million dollars, no strings attached. Get out of here. I'm hanging up. I don't want it. Well, I may, Shut up. I may, um, I may take him up on that. But other than that, This is yeah. the same. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? This Absolutely. is the same as, welcome to Delicious. What combo meal can I get for you today? Exactly. Yep. It, don't. It even bothers me when, I, it, like, let's say I call a company. Um, I think this has happened at DirecTV, for instance, and you call them yep. and ask a question, yep. and then while you're call while you're ta- while they're looking up your information, yes, they, they try say, to make small talk. "So, what's the weather like in Minnesota today?" And yeah. you know, "Oh, that's lovely." And how about you? Like this is baseball? a business transaction. It's like, I don't want to talk to you about this. Just no. answer my question. Solve my problem. And don't put that's notes in my mailbox, punk. No. <laughs> no, and don't try to make it seem like you're my friend exactly. when you're calling me on the phone to sell me something, or when you're trying to put something in my mailbox that you're sending, you're mailing me something. It's 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 phony. That's exactly why it's phony. I it's don't not like genuine, it. and I hate it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's a- I would rather you. I would rather you just put in big block the most blockiest, fontiest letters, impersonal letters you could. This is an ad. I'm much more likely to look at that. Yeah. Because it's it's not uh, it's transparent. It's not phony. I got one the other day with my name. It said Mister, and it had my name, and then it said or current resident, and it was in the handwriting font. And I'm like, you're shooting your own self in the foot with this one. Don't put it in the like. This looks like my grandmother wrote it on the outside Uh of this envelope. Because let's face it, our grandmothers that age is probably the only people who are still actually handwriting and mailing out letters most of the time. Yep. This Joyce M looks like a grandmother's writing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. I mean, that's. Tip, or at least that 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 generation is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And there are exceptions, but you know, hey, screw that. This, <laughs> I'm mad. This, <laughs> I know. To to put to put or current resident on one of those. My grandmother's not going to email me. Or, email. She ain't email anything. <laughs> but my grandmother's. Well, I mean, she's dead. But my grandmother is not going to write me a letter and address it on the outside and put my name or current resident. No. How stupid is that? I mean, that's basically that a, announcing, we don't care who gets yes, this. Yes. It's, we don't care about it's, you. It's, it's personally for you, but we don't give a crap about you. It's yeah. personally for you, but we're not even taking the time to try to hide it anymore. We're just hoping you'll look at the 
the you know the writing the script and think and be fooled into thinking it's tricked basically into mm-hmm. thinking it's something that somebody personally wrote to you so you'll open it up to see our advertisement exactly they need a different gimmick they just need to be because this is not working right they need to be honest be honest say here's our product here's what it is it's may not be the best thing out there but it's a good value we think you'd like it we think you might be interested in it mm-hmm. check it out yeah and just be honest with people. The end. That's my problem. Yes. Quit trying to fool people. Do you think that DirecTV actually cares what my weather's like? No. No. I just, it's so fake. It just drives me nuts. You know why? <laughs> you know why they don't care what your weather is like? Because if the weather is bad in your area, you're not getting their service. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the only reason they care. That's what I should say, you know. Well, it's terrible, and your service stinks when it rains over here. <laughs> or even when it's really cloudy. Yeah. Even when it's yeah. not raining here, because I have DirecTV too. Mm-hmm. It's... And it's still better than cable, though. Yes, it is. But it's, I mean, give me a break with this advertising stuff. I like honest, genuine advertising that tells me, hey, we have a new product. We think you might be interested in it. Yeah. I'm all for that. Quit trying to fool people. Mm -hmm. Good marketing, great. Scam marketing. Evil. Take those people in. Yes, get out of here. Yep. You, so anything, any, any other real thoughts this week? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you have any other real thoughts this week? Uh, I was just going to say that um, you've seen these new Cokes coming out again with uh, uh, people's names on them. Yes. And they've gone from like, you know, the most, you know, common names to now they're putting like nicknames and last names. Or I think you said something like you saw one that said like best mom or you know, yeah. greatest dad or yeah. something like that, which, uh, hey, do, do what you want. I'd. I think it's cool that they're getting extra stuff out there. But my real thought about it was when I had this week was when I pull one out and I looked at it, and just this makes no sense. I'll go ahead and tell you up front. Okay. I thought, you know, what if the name on this represents a person and they have taken this person's essence and they've funneled it into this bottle? And when I drink this, I'm drinking their soul and gaining their power. <laughs> This was your first thought. Yes. <laughs> and obviously, I know that is ridiculous and ludicrous, but that actually came into my mind when I had pulled one out and it said, like, um, you know, Richard or Kate or whatever they said on the. <laughs> I saw one, I got one yesterday, it said Dominic, and I'm like, Dominic, I wonder what kind of power he had, and I'm drinking it. So that's. Hey, <laughs> since I said it was stupid. Is it. I mean, I. What in the, how does your mind, what in the world are you, what is wrong with you? I told you it didn't make any sense. The whole point is, it was this thing, you know, it's like those sci-fi movies. You know, I've been, I grew up, I guess, you know, watching too many sci-fi movies. But it's like, it gets in your head of, you know, this evil corporation. And I'm not saying Coke Coke is evil. I mean, I actually like their product. No, Coke is it. You know, this, yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's this evil corporation and they're making this product and the way they're able to make it taste so good is because they are actually sucking the essence out of people and putting it into the bottles. And then they get, you know, like in all these movies in order to, they get so prideful and so, you know, be like, ha ha ha, we're, but we're better than these 
idiots that you know we're fooling them mm-hmm. they don't have any idea so they get so you know bold that they actually put the they said they're like we're gonna laugh in their face and we're gonna put the names of the people on the bottle and hand it out and nobody's gonna figure this out ha 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 you know and there's a scene in like a futuristic sci-fi boardroom of these five six guys old white guys in suits sitting around going ha 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 ha, ha. we you know they'll never figure this out we're we can do whatever we want we run we we rule this world that kind of stupid stuff so that's i mean that's it sounds like you've gotten that stupid. screenplay half written. <laughs> Actually, that that's probably uh, enough to like pitch it, like probably <laughs> to a studio. It, well, I can understand if if I picked up a bottle that you know said Dominic, for instance, I could yeah. I could understand reading Dominic and saying, "Hmm, I wonder who Dominic is, or what Dominic is like, or what it might be oh. like to be Dominic." But I don't think I'd go as far as saying. I'm drinking Dominic's soul, and I'm going to <laughs> absorb his powers. But someone who grew up, say, playing video games or Dungeons and Dragons or yes. uh, comic books or sci-fi, may I can see check, how check, you check, may check. have thought such a thing. However, I did yes. grow up with Dungeons and Dragons, and I did grow up with video games. Not so much comic books and not so much sci-fi. So maybe it's one of those two. Uh, so you have the more innocent, more... Um uh, the better, I'll say, way to look at it because mine is much more nefarious in that, you know, I'm taking their power and it's basically killing them or it's making them a zombie when they suck the, you know, energy and soul and essence or whatever you want to call yeah. it out of them. And and you're like, I get to live in their shoes for a few minutes yeah. as I'm drinking this and I get to experience things as they would. And it that could be the way to actually bring about, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony, commercial Coke had in the 70s, mm-hmm. and it becomes everybody gets to see things from everybody else's viewpoint. And so therefore, you know, we all say, oh, we have more empathy and sympathy for each other, and we get everybody gets along, and world peace comes about because of Coke doing this, and at the end, the commercial plays. That that could be another that could be another take on this screenplay that we're writing. It could as, be but in real time. It could be, but nefariousness is what gets the screenplay play written. Yeah. Nefarious or, cells. Yeah. Nefarious cells. You've seen They Live, right? From the eighties. What is it? With Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith uh, Keith David. What's it called? Or David Keith. I was it's They Live? No, no. It's the movie where if you put like a certain special sunglass set of sunglasses on you see that aliens have taken over the world, and when you put the glasses on, you see like the billboards for what they are and all the advertising. It's a satire on advertising. Um, it's a great like sci-fi movie, um, and it has Rowdy Roddy Piper. I mean, come on, he's one of the main characters. And David Isn't Keith or Keith David, which I always mix up. Yeah, he was. He passed away a few years uh-huh. ago. Well, this was this was back in the mid '80s, I think. It's a great movie. It's it's a actually a good movie if you haven't seen it. So basically, the goggles in that movie are is the Coke bottle for you. Y- yes, in your turn, it's like kind of mixing my the two turn. versions. Okay, of so we're mixing yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they live though. Recommended. Okay, good movie. A little bit dated, but you, you know, if you enjoy any kind of sci-fi like that, it's one of the better ones. And like I said, Keith David or David Keith, I can't I always mix them up because it's. An actor named Keith David. I think his name is Keith David. And there's also a David Keith. Keith David, and he's got an incredible voice. He voices like stuff in video games and stuff oh, now. And okay. he's, he's, I, whenever I see him show up anything, it's like he brings this gravitas and this. He's like, um, he's like Morgan Freeman, uh-huh. but like lesser known in like, you know, Morgan Freeman narrates a lot of stuff. When you need like somebody to narrate yeah. or be the voice of God, Morgan Freeman is usually the go-to. Or um, James Keith Earl David, Jones. Or Vin Rames. 
True. That's true. You know, if you need a, uh, what is it, Hardee's? Arby's? No, we have the meats. Yeah, we that's Arby's. We have yeah. the meats, which I always meats. thought was James Earl Jones, until you told yes. me differently. So Keith David, yes, I'm not as right. familiar with, but I, I will, um, I bet you if, if Check you play me something, I could tell you, yeah, I've heard oh, that. It, incredible voice, amazing actor, one of my favorites that is gets lost, and I think partially because he he shares a, a name and version with David Keith. Could be. Who was also not a bad actor. You know, who's had a good career too. I mean, but uh, Keith David, one of my favorites. Cool. So, <laughs> drink some souls. Yeah, go drink some souls. Video games. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> go on. Sorry about that. <laughs> Are you doing. Did you get a job doing uh, foley work for Thunder? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be in, in my it's gonna be in my new movie called Dominic's Soul. <laughs> Drink superpowers. Maybe that yeah, is you know, what like in comic books. You know, comic books. Yeah. You know, they have people that you know steal people's powers and stuff. It's like I'm drinking their soul. Mmm, tastes good. Maybe that's why Coke tastes so good. Maybe my real thought about that is. I never have, <laughs> and I never will see my name on a Coke bottle or anything else oh, that for is that true. matter. That is true. You know, you know you can order them custom made. I wonder how much that costs. No, it's nothing. It's like five bucks for like a six pack, and which is a little more, but still not bad. You can order them custom made. What? Yeah. What? Why? Why do I need my name on a Coke <laughs> bottle? I'd rather drink Dominic's because- soul than my own. It's marketing. Uh-huh. It's, do you remember when you were growing up? This was huge when, like in the late 70s, early 80s, mid 80s when I was growing up, where everywhere you'd go, they'd have like little tags or keychains or license, Absolutely. mini license plates Bike, my, in license gift shops plates. with your name on there. Yep. And I'm sure you probably never found yours. Never. Yeah. Um, one time. Mine was everywhere because every, literally, I think every oh, person Jason that was required if you were popular. born in the 70s, yeah. your name had to be Jason. Yeah. No, never once did I, I hate see my mine. Name. I don't, you don't, you don't like your name? It's way too common. It I went to high common. school. My graduating class had 100 people in it, and five of them, including me, were named Jason, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, it's a common name. Yeah, it's too common. It is pretty common. Which I can understand. I can understand on the other end. Of, you're, you're on the other end of the spectrum, I'm imagining. Very much so. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, maybe I, I would actually prefer that to be super common, which is why my kids have rather uncommon names. Mm-hmm. And the, the one time my mom took a trip to Norway with her mom, my grandmother, about 20 years ago, and she brought yep. back a mug with my name on it, except for oh. missing the N on the, on the end of the name. Because the, so, the name, my name is very common in Norway without the uh, N on the end. See, that makes sense. Maybe I need to move to Norway, and then my name would probably be not common. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of where you are. Grass is always greener. Which what you don't have is what you want. I understand that. Yeah. Maybe I'll move to Norway, but for an entirely different reason. <laughs> Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Today's episode is brought to you by the new film not coming to theaters near you anytime soon. Soul Drinker. In a world where an evil corporation steals the essence of people and bottles it for profit, Soul Drinker 
That's S-O-L-E, drinker. As in, there can be only one. Because there can be only one soul drinker. And now, pronunciations. So yes, we do have lots of pronunciations. We haven't done pronunciations for a few weeks. Yes. And the first one, it's not so much a pronunciation as maybe a spelling, which we'll get to actually a little bit okay. later. Well, pronunciation, spelling, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's exactly the same. Same thing. Yeah. How do you, the condiment, the red condiment, not mustard, but... Um, no, horseradish is white. <laughs> Worcestershire is brown, right? Soy sauce is brown. Yeah. Um, mayonnaise is sort of an off-white. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're close. Um, You're close. Red. Uh, taco sauce? Salsa? That's pretty good guess. Should I just okay. give it to you? Well, or should we draw, we drag this out for eight minutes? We should drag this out for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got some juice to it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the juice of some vegetable? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Like tomato juice? Tomato juice, yes. And, and loads of sugar, actually. Yeah, it's, it's basically sugar. Mm-hmm. Ketchup is what you're talking about. Ketchup. So yes. how do you spell that word? If you were to write it down, what would you write? I would say K-E-T-C-H-U-P. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But my mom emailed me the other day with the subject line, ketchup. C-A-T-S-U-P. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to know, I was going to make my own ketchup, which is a different, different uh, story altogether. Okay. <laughs> and when I was coming down to Iowa, she wanted to make sure that I, she had all the ingredients, so she put it in the subject line, catsup. And I have definitely seen it spelled this way, but mm-hmm. do you say catsup? No. Why? What's... I'm, I'm ketchup. I'm all the way on the side of K-E-T-C-H-U-P in pronouncing it ketchup. I've, absolutely, I've seen it spelled that way, and I've heard people pronounce it catsup before. Um, I think of that as more of an old-timey, old-fashioned, like ye old england way of saying it. Like, you'd spell old, O-L-D-E, mm. you know, that kind of deal. Like Chaucer-esque, in a way. <laughs> it's just like an old-fashioned way of saying it. Not in a bad way, but just like from, you know, hundreds of years ago, and that it kind of still comes up every now and then. But I have no idea. Well, maybe my mother won't hear that part about the old-fashioned. <laughs> I don't mean old-fashioned as in, like, I know. bad old-fashioned. <laughs> I mean as, like, as in, you know, like then she might. She's old. an older person. Well, I've heard younger people say yeah, it too before. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's it's less age and more like time period, like yes. you know, nineteenth century and before kind of situation. Yes, but the interesting thing is she actually pronounces it ketchup. Hmm. At least and still I, spells it like that. Yeah, at least I think I heard her say ketchup, not catsup. But I, I just find it interesting because I don't think that Heinz fifty seven. Or whatever other brands there are for ketchup, I can't remember. I don't think any of them spell it C-A-T-S-U-P. Um, I feel like I've seen, like, every now and then, like, the brands will go back and do, like, an old, you know, throwback labels and things like that. So it's a throwback uh, term is kind of what you're saying, that you think is yeah, catsup is a throwback yeah. term. 
Okay. That would be my guess. Well, it just made me smile because um, when I saw that in my subject line, because it's not a word that I've seen very often, and my my mom is always making me smile. That's good. Okay, the next word was from the Tony show, Tony Kornheiser. He has taken up this new form of exercise, new to him. And yeah, absolutely new to him, yeah, not new. New to him. And he pronounces it incorrectly as far as I'm concerned. So the it's not yoga, um, but it's in that same vein, kind of. Mm-hmm. P-I-L-A-T-E-S. Okay. Uh, Pilates. Pilates, yes. Correct. Yeah. He calls it Pilates. <laughs> like t-, t a z e. This sounds like an insurance situation. Yes, insurance or five guys. Five guys. Well, no, because that's he's putting the he's putting insurance and five guys is emphasis on the first syllable. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Where oh, yeah, well, uh, that's I'm saying he's putting it on the last syllable and I'm saying I'm right to put an emphasis on a different syllable than the last syllable. And whoever puts, whoever says five guys or insurance is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so from my perspective, it's the same. Exactly. And I'm sorry, but Pilates is not correct. It probably, is this a French word I'm guessing or of a French origin? I don't um, know. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably correct to say Pilates. It probably. And but, it's dumb Americans who say Pilates. Pilates, yeah. Well, put me in dumb American. I've never claimed anything oh, I'm, else. I'm absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely in the dumb American category, yeah. But his theory with Pilates, I'm sure you've heard this. Uh, he yes. He thinks it's going to restore him to his natural height, <laughs> which is ridiculously dumb American. Does he think like the like the board like the little board thing and the little pulleys? It's like the rack. Speaking of old, like England, the rent's like going to stretch him out. Is that what he thinks? Yeah, he absolutely does. In fact, <laughs> he heard somebody say it was due to flexibility. I mean, it helps yeah. with flexibility. So naturally, yeah. you know, if you know, Jason, if someone said to you, you, you can improve in flex, you're going to improve your flexibility, you would think, oh, maybe I'll return to my natural height. <laughs> Come yeah. on. No, I wouldn't. I don't believe that he actually thinks that. But anyway, he's taking Pilates. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I approve of all different forms of exercise, except for CrossFit. We'll get into that one day. Okay. Uh, the next one is also a Tony word. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to spell this one. Okay. Yeah, this is a lot of letters. Yeah. I-N-D-E-F-A-T-I-G-A-B-L-E. I got tired listening to that. I know. I tried to go faster, but I didn't want to go too fast. Yeah, well, you didn't want to, you know, get fatigued. Um, I'd say indefatigable. Indefatigable. Yes, that's how I say it, too. Indefatigable. Mm -hmm. Now, the way that Tony pronounced it was indefatigable. So putting the (laughs) emphasis on tig. Yes. Indefatigable. it It goes from the E to the ig sound. To the E to the ig, yeah. In indefatigable yeah. not indefatigable or indefatigable yeah. indefatigable yes. yeah i i i honestly i'm just i could say that probably could go either way on that one indefatigable 
Well, I didn't even notice it, to be honest. Uh, one one of our friends noticed it and sent it to me oh. and said, this isn't an alternate pronunciation. This is just wrong. <laughs> Indefatigable. I could, I could see that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice it, so I don't know what that... I must have thought it was okay, too. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't jump out at me, either. Now, the next one is just, you know, talking about dumb Americans. This is me... And my dumb American, or just me, I don't, I don't think dumb American part, just dumb, <laughs> you know, just the dumb okay. part. So, you know, when I have seen this on packaging or it, people talk about dates or um, figs, not figs, but let's just say dates, not dates like going out on a date with somebody, but the, the, the food dates. Oh, okay. Or like, so going out to eat dinner with somebody. You said food dates. Yeah. <laughs> dates. Oh, by the way, let me go back to indefatigable. Okay. That friend of ours, that friend of the show that pointed that out was hashtag mm-hmm. pedantic jerk. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, go back to these sense. dates. They are described like, as being pitted. What does that mean to you? That the pit has been removed. Yes. That is not how I see it. And every single okay. time that I see that, I, I have to think about it because to me that means that they've insert that they've left the pit in. It's pitted. There's pits in there. <laughs> okay. I mean that would be that would be pitiful. <laughs> how would you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> Put two T's in there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I mean I just wonder if anybody else thinks that because that's what I think when I see it. Pitted doesn't make sense to me. I think that you should say depitted. Mm. You've removed the pit. But pitting is a pitting something is means to remove the pit. Yeah, but I just don't see it. I don't know that. I said it was dumb. <laughs> okay. So let, let me ask you a question. What is a date? Is it a fruit? Is it a nut? I've never eaten a date before in my life. It's not. Uh, I don't think it's a. I, I don't think it's a nut. Is it like a fig? I think it it's like in the. Wasp, I think like it's in the fig before? family. Oh, Please, fig family. I, so it's it's dead bugs of some sort. I probably. don't want to know that. <laughs> you have well, you to. You got to give the spiders that crawl into your mouth when you're sleeping something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to drink the water, the liquid from your eyeballs. Which is a thing, by the way. Uh-uh. No, we're not going to go there. No. <laughs> okay. Pit, the dates go in the ketchup. It's the, it's the part of the ketchup recipe. It's a pitted date. To make ketchup? Yes. I thought, whoa, I thought ketchup was tomatoes and sugar. Or I should say sugar and tomatoes if you're going in the amount of each ingredient that's in it. Well, the dates are... Um, the natural way to avoid it's the sweet it's trying to get some sweetness in there for the sugar. I bet you Oh, is this some uh, sort of like organic healthy ketchup? Yeah. No sugar. You know I'm on that no sugar thing. Yeah, I'm I'm not on that thing. I know. I, I won't out. be on that thing when we go to Jingle Fest, by the way, because I'm I've got these okay. red velvet cupcakes. Yes. On my mind. There's there better not be any pitted dates in the red velvet cupcakes either. I think that Jenny Robbins would never do such a thing. No, because speaking of like food combinations, yes, don't don't put nuts in anything. No, I agree. 100%. I don't like nuts in brownies. I don't like nuts in like banana bread. I don't like nuts in anything. 
I like peanuts. I'll eat a peanut. I like peanuts inside, you know, impregnated in M&Ms. Yeah. But I don't like nuts like baked into stuff, baked goods. What's or on top? Like you put nuts on top of like ice cream I've seen people do, which is ruining ice cream and nuts to me. You've got no argument from me. Um, oh, cool. Except, I'm glad to hear that because most people will go against me on that one. No, I cannot stand nuts mixed with any of that stuff. Mm-mm. I don't even Speaking like old-fashioned, yeah. Well, see, that I can do because it's kind of, I mean, that's all basically fake food anyway put together. Well, let's just say I don't, dis- I don't dislike Snickers, but they're not my first choice. Did I ever tell you the story about the girl in high school that her nickname was Snickers? No, I've not heard this one. I'll tell you that off the podcast. Okay, perfect. So anyway, pitted dates, to me, means there's pits in there. Okay. I, so I don't understand that, but... If there's dates in a... So let's say you're going to buy dates or anything that has pits. Mm-hmm. If, it, if they have not removed the pits, how are they advertising it? Does it just say dates with pits? Well, I think to not me, pitted. it's like it's like seedless grapes now, mm-hmm. where everybody just assumes it's been pitted or deseeded, seeded. See, that's a that's a one because if it was pitted, shouldn't it be seeded? And that would make yes. me see. If you say seeded, that would make me think they added seeds to it or they like scattered the seeds. Because when you seed something, like when you seed your lawn, I seeded the lawn means I spread the seed out and added seed to it. So I see where you're coming from that on pitted, mm-hmm. but I think it's just understood that pitted means removed. Well, it's not understood by me. I'm American getting... English is a mess of yes, it is of contradictions. It's it's the dumbest language in the history of the world, and it's it is now you know the most accepted language. But it is stupid how so many things contradict each other, and it is so difficult to you know figure out and learn and learn the intricacies of in so many different ways, especially for people who don't, who you speak it as a second language or English is not their first language, I should say that it's, it's, it's a mess. We as Americans should be ashamed to not know at least two or three other languages because they're so much easier to learn than other people from other countries learning English. Yeah. It's loaded with contradictions, including pitted and seed, seeded. Stuff that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And it's just somebody decided, hey, this is how this is going to be, you know, hundreds of years ago. And that's the way it is. Hey, buddy, how's it going? I know it's been a while since we talked. I just wanted to call and catch up and see what's been going on with my best bud there. You know, pal, you've been still playing the baseball or, you know, swinging the golf sticks. And hey, how's your spouse and the 2.5 kids doing? Well, anyway, you know, now that I got you. I got this awesome new opportunity that is tailor-made. Personally, you get it, tailor-made. I know you like the golf thing. Just for you. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought, hey, insert name here needs to hear this right away. So I'm calling you first. I want to give you first opportunity to get in on the ground floor and all that. Um, It's called Feedback. And on Twitter, it's at SpeakTangents. Via email, speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. You might want to get a pen to write this down. I'll give you a second. Or... You can go to the website. It's this thing called the Internet, man. It's awesome. It's www. Oh, I'm sorry. HTTP colon slash slash www.speakingoftangents.com backslash. It's that easy. That's all there is to it. I'll let you go, man. I know you like to keep it real. You keep a busy schedule. You know, you got all kinds of things popping off. So I'll let you go, man, and let you head out. Um, but just wanted to call and give you this unique, special opportunity just made 
specifically for you and 20 million other people who ever answer to the phone when I call them. All my best friends. All my best friends. All right, peace out. Fist bump. So do we have any feedback this week? Oh, yes. We have lots of feedback this week. We didn't do any feedback last episode because, you know, of Mm -hmm. Rob's appearance. So I suppose that means we have double the feedback, maybe? Feedback Feedback squared. Feedback squared. Feedback from our Mm -hmm. man episode and from the episode with Rob, who is also a man. Yes. So we've got Nosey in 140. And he says this was for the our man episode. Chicken wire, Uke Fest, Cornell Tribute, Movie Music Quiz, Lots of Juice. <laughs> zero bars are zero. <laughs> Those are good. That's And I think he included a picture of chickens behind chicken wire fence. Yeah, I saw that. I I always appreciate it's always kind of like a little surprise to me what he comes up with. That's good. Yep. It, yeah, me too. It's fun. And then on that, along that same vein, John Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. he said at Fitz John P. He said, um, "I think this was we talked about him doing a shorter no C in one forty because of yeah, the shorter he, he had podcast. Asked if it was gonna be shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah he right. asked. So he said the one where Jason dared me to do a shorter summary. Nice." They mentioned me a bunch and talked about other stuff. Good one, speaking of tangents. <laughs> yeah, that really made me laugh. I saw that. I know. Thank you, John. I like that. Yes. Okay, now we got a lot of feedback about the quiz that Bob Walsh sent us at Adadiah. Hmm, I wonder what part in particular we got a lot of feedback about. Well, would you say maybe a little bit of, what would you call it, flack for me on the Beetlejuice question? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Patrick Moffat at Moffat Patrick started it all out with this tweet. For the sweet love of pepper bacon, <laughs> this Beetlejuice thing is like watching the Surgery Channel. <laughs> that was good. That made me laugh. Now, I can't tell if that's a good or a bad thing. Pepper bacon, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. And I think lots of people enjoy watching the Surgery Channel, so yeah, I think it could be like, a good thing. Uh, I think it's that's analogous to me to like saying it's like a car wreck. It's like, <laughs> you can't. You, it's like too stre- too stressful. You can't take it, but you also can't turn away from it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, I think, is a good thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But 50-50. it didn't. It didn't stop with Patrick. In fact, Stat Young Man, he even made this elaborate flowchart. Yes. Detailing all the clues you gave me. Um. But, you know, it was like flowchart crossed with a word cloud. Where yes. It's just like and he, he, anything we mention and all connected together. And he even, you know, put things in there that weren't discussed. Um, yeah, which I appreciate. Which I think what it was, ended up being was he probably was putting in the thing, the clues he might have given. Oh, I like, I appreciate artistic license and creative license mm-hmm. and, you know, um, hyperbole and exaggeration and, you know, elaboration. Yeah. Shall we say? Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. But you know, as far so Stat Young Man, the the flow chart was very impressive. Yes. You know, and we got lots of other feedback about the Beetlejuice question and the quiz. Yes, we did. But you know, since I'm in charge of feedback, I think we're just gonna move right along. You know, okay. uh, for time purposes, of course. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, people can always check our Twitter feed if they want to see those. Mm-hmm. And again, oh. they can always send more feedback um, of that nature to Snapchat. Snapchat? Snapchat. Good. 
Um, you called it, a, speaking of tangents, first ballot Hall of Fame moment. But yes, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I liked I your it hashtag, hilarious. though, was threesome. Hashtag threesome. Which is which. I really thought I got it. With is there threesome. a movie called Threesome? Yes. Okay. I really that thought happened. I had it. <laughs> and then Bob. Is that one of those late night Cinemax movies, or is it like an actual No, movie? it's an actual movie. Oh, okay. It's, it came out in the probably late 80s, maybe more like, actually probably more like mid-90s. Oh, cool. And then Bob Walsh, the creator of the quiz, he kind of called you out a little bit. He said, loved how you were so confident you had the bonus points on 10 things I hate about you, and then were downright dismisses, dismissive of letters to Cleo cover. Hashtag WTD three exclamation points. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. We didn't when I when you were confident then it was um the clash. The clash? Yeah. No. No. The cure? No. I want you to want me. Isn't that the clash? No. Who is it? I forgot. <laughs> Are you trying to trick me? Mm mm. No, I know it was letters to Cleo, but who did you think it was? Um some cheap band. No, I think you said it was The Clash. No. Okay, well, never mind. But anyway, okay. you were dismissive. You're like, that's obviously this. And then when I found out it was Letters to Cleo, yes. you, you basically just said, well, that's Letters to Cleo, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. That is my move. Yep. <laughs> I think I tweeted back at him and said, yep, that's, I was completely wrong, and that's how I roll. <laughs> so anyway, that was, that was uh, fun. And then there's a couple other clarifications yeah, other than Beetlejuice from Yes. You know, Brad Weiss and Jenny Robbins. Um, speaking of that quiz, Bob sent us a part two, which cool. we obviously didn't get to this week, but we'll circle back um, to another yes. quiz in the next episode or so. Couple yeah, we kind of vary in the segments and rotating them in and out. So the next time the quiz comes up, we'll do that. Yeah. And we had a couple of um, new listeners with, based on their tweets. Mm -hmm. Evan Walker. At Evan Shields, S-H-E-E-L-S. -E mm -hmm. I listened to my first episode today. I was driving and searching. Awesome. In parentheses, yes, bad. And yes. he <laughs> ended up on an, he said, I ended up on an August 16th episode. Bueno. Good. Yeah, good. That's great, yeah. And, great and 816 is, I think, our first episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he went back to the beginning, which is how I to I would totally do it that way. But others don't. Mm -hmm. They pick up the latest episode. Yeah, I think I usually go to whatever the last one is if I'm starting. Unless it's something like cereal, obviously, when it's yeah. a, you know, a cereal and it's telling a story. Yeah. But um, this, is, this is so much nonsense that you could pick up now and then kind of go back through them as you got time. But that's awesome. Hey, any, any, either and you want to start on, I'm for that. Uh-huh. Me too. And then Pat Lathrop at Found by Pat. He said, speaking of tangents, cool show, Loyal Little. Nice. Yes. Very cool. Thank you. Always good to get some new people listening. Yeah. Okay. And, and the current, you know, I don't want to say old people, but yeah. <laughs> existing, existing listeners, that's great yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm always thrilled when anybody's listening to this nonsense. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of um, existing listeners, Brad yeah. Weiss sent us a clarification. At one Brad Weiss. Little known fact. Technical name for chicken wire is Soylent Green. Oh, man. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. 
Good to know. And then Jenny Robbins sent us mm-hmm. a note at Robbins underscore Jenny. Speaking of those velvet cupcakes we mentioned earlier, she said, still making cupcakes. So that is great. That is also good to know. As long as they don't have pitted dates in them. Or, or any kind of or, nuts. Or uh, unpitted dates, for that matter. Yeah. Seedless grapes. Yes. Um, there's some talk about candy. We discussed candy. Mm-hmm. Um, cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire said, listening to Jason refer to Werther's original as, quote, older candy, unquote, <laughs> on the Speaking a Tangent podcast, while enjoying my fourth Werther's of the day. I, I like didn't say Werther's. it was a bad candy. Yeah, I do too. It's just like I was always I'll, in my mind when I was growing up, which is I'm old, so it, it's been around for a while. Uh, when I would go to my grandparents' house, they would that's kind of the candy that they gave me a lot. So, and that's I think that is a uh, more common thing than not that it's grandparents and you know mm-hmm. older aunts and older relatives giving this candy to kids, introducing them to it. To it, so I, I just think of it as an older candy. It's not a bad thing. It's just been around a while. It has been Maybe around. Maybe I should have though. said established candy. Established candy. Yes, and it has been around. Isn't it been around since like 1903 or something? Werther's original? Well, I mean, it is the original. Yeah, it when is. When you got original in your name, you got to be old at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Todd Takei sent us a three-word tweet. At Tooth Takei. Okay. Candy corn sucks. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for that. Yeah. And Jenny Robbins... <laughs> She tweeted, she responded, and I kind of go with, with what, what she said. She said, I buy a bag every year and eat a handful, then immediately throw the bag away. It's a yearly holiday-specific tradition, <laughs> like peeps. I don't throw the bag I, I away. I can see that. I do eat the whole yeah. bag, but not in one sitting, because that would be really, that would not go well. That wouldn't go Disgusting well. Disgusting is yes. the word Disgusting. I would use right there. One more candy tweet, Derek, Dr. Garrett Schumann at G-A-R-R-T. He, we talked about zero bars, and we didn't know if they were still around. He yep. tweeted us and said, we have king-size zero bars in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And he put a picture wow. of the king-size king zero bar out in the wild. So that was Those great. I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I haven't either. Okay, and then on Facebook, Todd Takei again said, so speaking of Lawnmower albums, I listened to The Calm and the Crush today, which is your album, Jason. I'm adding that, parenthetically. And Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I'm letting you know. <laughs> Todd says, he mowed, edged, ran the blower, finished my beer 45 seconds before the album ended. Perfect timing. That's Excellent. great. That's, yeah, that's awesome. He is much more meticulous about mowing the lawn than I am. All I do is mow. I don't do any of this edge and run the blower business. What kind of grass do you have? Is it like a, a fescue or is it like more of a Bermuda or a zoysia? <laughs> the answer I mean, with to the that, Bermuda, you got you to edge and, you know. The answer blow. to that question is it's grass. I have no oh, idea. Okay, <laughs> okay now okay. moving on to Rob, the episode with Rob, Robert Berg. Uh-huh. No C in 140. At the Lewis Nosey. Bergcast. <laughs> Eye pillows. Flexa sexual. Uh-huh. Prince death theories. Cure. Depression. Top five albums. That's good. And then he included a picture of a, uh, a guy sleeping with uh, an eye pillow on his face, which I which is at. 
This is the first time I've seen, and those are horrifying. Yeah, that I've never seen an eye pillow like that. How does that? There's, uh-huh. there's. It didn't even look like it had a strap. How does that even stay on? I have no idea. Me either. Anyway, that was funny, Lewis. Yes. Uh, always. Always fun to see what he comes up with. John Miller at JKM563 said seven minutes into the podcast, 20 subjects discussed. <laughs> <laughs> Need a playbook for this one. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, you I, know, I give you that. Robert's appearance was is basically what the whole podcast is about. Speaking of tangents. So 20 subjects yes. discussed in seven minutes. That's pretty much normal for us. Uh, I agree. Um, Sean Morrissey sent a clarification. Last week we were talking about trying to de- trying to find out who the guy was that in- inspired Duncan Sheik or was like Duncan Sheik, and yes. the answer was Nick Drake. By the way, that none of us got, but my yeah, I think Patrick Patrick came up with that. Patrick came up with, or Rob, I think Rob tweeted it to us after. Yeah, but I saw. I, I think the first thing I saw was Patrick's tweet okay. saying Nick Drake. So it, yeah, it was Nick Drake. I guessed James Blake, the guy that sings "You're Beautiful," or "You're yeah. Yes." So that was wrong. Which, but Sean Morrissey at Sean underscore Morrissey said he hates him. He goes, I, "Let me just start over. Cut. Hate myself for this, but it's James Blunt, which made Correct. me laugh." <laughs> Why do people hate on James Blunt? I mean, I get it, but you know, yeah. it's okay. You don't have to feel bad. James Blunt. It's he, Sean Morrissey. Crushed in the quiz that he did with us. He just knows his stuff. Yes. I think what he's saying is James Blunt saying beautiful, not James Blake. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what he's saying. He hates himself for correcting me is basically what this but means. Somehow, James Blake is also a singer-songwriter, which I don't oh, know. Oh, me either. That's not... I because was, I, I, think of, I think of tennis player James Blake. Uh, I think of David Blake, the musician. I mean, the magician. <laughs> Isn't that David Blaine? Mm. Yes. Okay. Let's make this whole segment disappear and move on. Moving on. Luke Overby at Luke Overby says, um, average does not mean better than half the people. That's called the median. Hashtag stat young man. Yes. And I think I tweeted back him. I I think I know what you mean, which. Yes. Math jokes. Uh Uh-huh. And I, I got it. I actually got it. Yeah. Um, now, Rob told the wedding story that both you and I thought was maybe a good call that he didn't tell it. <laughs> that he didn't do it as a toast at the actual yes, wedding. Yes, at the yes. wedding. So Matthew, Absolutely great to tell it on a podcast. Yes, uh, not at the actual wedding. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt said, It's probably a good thing I heard that wedding, t- wedding tots, toast, I think he means, wedding toast, yeah, toast story in my car and not in public. <laughs> <laughs> so he's inferring that he was laughing. Or, yes, that's what I got yeah. from it. So yes, that wedding story was uh, the wedding toast story was, um, shall I just say, interesting and not one that I have heard before. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. Yeah. So thanks everybody for your feedback. And now I'm wondering, Jason, do we have any Amazon reviews for the week? Yes, a few, and it's good that we're just talking about wedding. Uh, Stories and eye pillows because I searched bridal gifts and pillows and <laughs> okay. came up with something very interesting on Amazon. You okay? I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, it's a pillow 
that has a front and the back. And on one side, it says, tonight, woohoo. And on the other side, it says, not tonight, sorry. And it's <laughs> for giving a bride <laughs> at like a bachelorette party or a bridal shower or like at a, as a wedding gift. Okay. It, one side doesn't say ridiculous. headache? <laughs> no, it says not tonight. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well. This thing looks ridiculous. You can look it up. It's called the bridal shower gift tonight, not tonight, pillowcase, throw pillow cover, bachelorette, or lingerie party gift. Why do their titles have uh, to always be so long? I, I have no idea. Okay. This thing is 20 bucks. And it's not even the actual pillow. It's just a, it's just a zip on like pillowcase cover. It's not even the Oh, it's not a pillow? pillow? You're paying 20 bucks for no. a pillowcase? Yep. And oh, there were it people who were be, mad about that. It better be satin or, or high thread count, as if I know. I don't have any idea. Just go uh, on. I'm going to... Egyptian cotton. Oh, I always okay. hear that a lot. I don't know what that means. Me either. I'm assuming it means cotton that was made in Egypt, but I don't really know. Me either. So, so the greatest thing about this whole line of reviews um, for this thing was the psychological window into the people that bought this to give as a gift at a, like a bridal shower or a wedding. Okay. So many of them wanted to let people know in their review that, oh, this was the perfect gift. This was the best gift. It was everybody enjoyed it. Everybody thought it was the best gift. So <laughs> most of these reviews are they enjoyed. The pillowcase was made well and nice material, but best of all, it was a hit at the bridal shower. Best of all. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Not it was the hit of the bridal shower. So it's seems... definitely the hit of the bridal shower. Really? So people are competing yes. for the best gift at a bridal shower. Yes. This is a bridal gift, bridal shower gift competition, which makes me laugh. Pillows were a big hit at the bridal shower. I mean, there's like every other one of these is that. They were a hit at the shower. Everyone loved my idea. It's like getting validation huh. from yes. the gift that you gave at a bridal shower, which is like, come on, don't don't base your self worth in how good you are at giving a gift to a bride. Somebody's getting married. I mean, really, exactly. You're going down the wrong road. I, You're not, you need to get it back on track for that, in my opinion. Uh, I'm with you there. Okay, so the the funniest one to that to me was I bought this for a friend for her bachelorette party, and it was a hit. It was a nice alternative to lingerie, which probably would have been much more expensive and gone unused anyway. As if the pillow's going to be used? But Do we really think that pillow's going to be used? I love that she's inferring that I could have gotten a lingerie, but that would have cost me more money. Yeah, and yeah. The, they wouldn't have used the lingerie anyway. What, what are you trying to say about your friend going into her new marriage? That, I mean, she's, that she's going to be using the side of the pillow that says, not tonight. Not tonight, sorry. That's yeah. very pessimistic. Yes, it is. And very presumptuous, in fact. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get into some interesting ones. I bought this for my daughter as part of her bridal shower gift. It was a big hit at the shower. Everyone loved it. She bought it for her daughter? Yeah, I, I don't know what I think about that. Um, I have a hard time here's with another that. One. I'd, that. I'd be yeah. mortified if my mom bought me something like that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Do you think everybody loved it? My daughter was incredibly embarrassed is, is what I get out of that is yeah. what I infer. But everybody I bet else she loved was. it. It was a hit. Yeah. I, everybody thought I was, you know, the cool mom. You know, I'm hip. I, I give my mom, my daughter edgy gifts at her bridal shower. <laughs> Not like this is edgy, but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm probably reading way too much into that. So these reviews are really about... The, the people doing the reviews, how cool they are, not anything about the pillow. 
Absolutely not. Yeah. Or the pillow uh, case, one. I should say. Yes, not even a pillow. She loved it and everyone at the shower loved it. I gave it as a bridal shower gift to our manager who was getting married. She loved it. Everybody at the party loved it. It was the most liked gift by everybody. Oh my gosh. Who are it's these people? Little, I don't know. That's another question we've asked ourselves on this podcast a lot. Who are these people? That's when it comes to these things. Yes. yes. Here's one. I'm not sure if the bride-to-be will ever actually use the pillow, nor am I sure that it would complement any sort of interior design ban, <laughs> design plan, but it was a hit at the bridal shower nonetheless. It's like the theme running through all of these is, I did good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a sticker. <laughs> yes. I need a gold star gold on my... Gold star, smiley face sticker. Job bri- yeah. buying, buying a present for this bride, bride-to-be. Um, here's, here's one. For fun, give it a toss and let the pillow decide. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> I kind of like that wow. one. I kind of like that one. She can't yeah, be I serious. I think trying to be funny. Yeah. I hope not. I hope that's that. <laughs> you're, you're, it's like, let's flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> a 50-50, you know. Yeah. My husband walked in and read it and instantly started to get naked. Uh, no. <laughs> Cannot be real. It must have been on the, you know, not, well, I guess it could have been either side. Never mind. Move right That's along. That's true. Yes. Uh, here's one five stars. Great conversation piece. Well, that's true. It depends on what kind of conversation you want yeah, to start. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're talking about it. Yeah. Another five star. It's the perfect finishing touch to my couch. <laughs> uh, if the person's on the couch... <laughs> There's pretty much just one way that pillow is facing. I, I agree. Um, apparently not, though. Uh-huh. Uh, another five star. This, these, these, these are getting increasingly interesting. More interesting. Another five star. I bought this for my daughter for Valentine's Day. Oh, another one buying for the daughter. Yeah. Another five star. I bought this as a Christmas gift for my grandmother, and it was perfect. No. They're skipping, a, they're skipping a generation now. The inappropriate gifts. And finally, five stars. It's a colorful pillow I use for my grandchildren's playroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, with the inappropriateness. Oh, man. Yes, this is, um, that's going a little too far, I think. Do we have any other feedback or anything else this week? Nope, I think that'll do it. Okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Sound effects by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Speaking of sound effects... That wasn't thunder you heard earlier. That was my, how should I say it? That was my avion deterrent technique. And speaking of effects, if you aren't watching Fargo, oh my gosh, you got to tune into that one, don't you know? Yeah, you betcha. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas, and I love you.